Podcasting live from better. This is the Playbook Podcast, providing you with tips, hacks, and game plans to take your business further, faster. Hear from top leaders in our growing community and gain mind-blowing inspiration and tools to optimize your business, drive growth, and promote pursuing better. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playbook Podcast. Keep proving it every single day. I've got a great topic for you guys today that I'm really excited about. So uh, grab your ketones and uh, you know down a bunch of them and let's get our brain right and our mind right. Grab a paper and a pen if you are a note taker. Um, you know, my job today is to talk to you about um, compressing and compounding, compressing timeframes, compounding results. Um, it really is a thought process around the idea of taking massive action and creating a big result in a short period of time. Now, in order to get to that point, you know, I want to tell you a quick backstory, and then I'm going to share a couple ideas as to why I believe people don't take massive action, and then we'll go into compressing and compounding. Uh, my quick story, I'm actually originally from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I'm sitting, and just very blue-collar, middle-class upbringing. All four grandparents worked at the same factory. It had a trickle-down effect. As a little kid, I knew I wanted to be rich one day, uh, but I didn't know how. So I, I analyzed as a uh, middle-class family, my options. I'm like, okay, I can't sing, I can't dance, I can't rhyme, I can't act. I'm not going to do anything illegal that leaves sports. So I went on and played college baseball. While I was playing college baseball, um, I was introduced to entrepreneurship. And I was introduced to it through this style of marketing, community-based marketing. I immediately fell in love um, and I aggressively pursued the idea of um, creating success financially that's entrepreneurship. You need a whole lot of heart, a little bit of brains. You need consistency, passion, purpose, drive, perseverance, desire, 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 work ethic, work ethic, work ethic, work ethic. Uh, and I had that, but I had it for sports. So I just redirected uh, it, uh, put it into um, this style of marketing and had absolutely positively no success. I had no success for two years, year three, I started making a couple grand a month, year four, six-figure income, year five, multiple six-figure income. By the time I was 25 years old, I'd made my first million and become a decamillionaire in my early 30s, uh, and that's the shortest version of the story. So I want to share with you guys, I'm probably not different than you in terms of our upbringing, um, but I had an insane level of drive um, and passion and desire to be extremely successful. And I parlayed that into this industry, which means it can be done. It can be done um, in this style of marketing, specifically with this company and this science and this technology and this product. It's, um, it's a formula for great success. So uh, let's dive into some of the topics for today. Uh, I will share with you that we are very aware that the grand majority of you are people who are here building this on your spare time. Right? There's spare-time folks. There's part-time folks. There's part-time folks moving to full-time. There's full-time folks, and there's overtime builders. Right, So the grand majority of you are spare-time or part-time. What's the difference between spare-time and part-time? The difference between spare-time and part-time is intentionality. A part-time builder says, hey, leader, hey, a circle champion, I've got 10 hours a week. I want to make 1500 bucks a month. Tell me exactly what to do and how to do it, and I'll execute the plan. A spare time builder um, kind of shows up when they want to, shows up when they feel like it, shows up when they're able to, but there's no really uh, consistency to it or intentionality behind it or even like a specific goal with a matching action plan. 
So um, I share this because uh, I want uh, you to know that I'm very aware before I get into this topic um, that the, most of you guys are just spare time builders. And we are grateful for your participation. Uh, we're grateful for any time you'll show up, log in, um, get a customer, share a video, any type of involvement that you'll give us, we are grateful for it. Um, Part-time builders, you have a little bit more of a plan and a path, uh, and this information might be more applicable um, for somebody that's intentionally doing, intentionally building um, what, uh, what we are building together here. So um, getting a little bit more specific, you know, the, if we're going to talk about taking massive action, we have to talk about what is it that stops you. Okay, and I'm gonna go through just a couple of these things. What stops you from taking massive action? Before I can talk about compressing compounding, I gotta assess and understand, or you do, why you're not taking massive action in the first place. I'd say the number one reason is a person does not have a crystal clear, meaningful, emotional, and or desperate reason why they're building their prove-it business. So I ask you, in this moment, if you want to share it, great. If not, no big deal. Do you have a crystal clear, emotional, purposeful, possibly even desperate reason why to take action, to share and to grow the business side of what we're doing here with Proven? And if the answer is no, I want you to know that that is okay. It might take time to develop. It might take time to understand or to create. Don't be frustrated by that. But I will, share you, I will share with you this. A person with a very clear reason why cannot be stopped. Like nothing stops them. No matter what life throws at them, they keep going. But it also seems to me a person without a clear purposeful reason why, everything seems to stop them. The weather, the traffic, a bad day at work, right? So after 22 years of building this style of marketing, uh, and helping um, approximately 100 people become a millionaire through this style of marketing, I can tell you that it requires a desperate, purposeful, passionate reason why to show up in your heart to build it. And sometimes we get these very surface reasons. Um, there are reasons that move us. There are reasons that motivate us. There are reasons that get us going. But I don't know if it's the one that's going to it's going to make us go when we face the utmost adversities and the utmost pain, and we really just don't feel like going. So, for example, some of the surface reasons that we all share, including myself, and they are truth, and they, all, they are authentic, are things like, hey, I really want to help people. I believe you really want to help people. I, I, I really want to help people. Brian really wants to help people. Our, our, you know, our champs really want to help people. Um, or, hey, I really want to contribute, or I really want to, and we, we, we take these different reasons that are real, they're authentic, they're inspiring. But here's my question to you. When you're having the worst of worst days, when you're ready just to, to break down because of what life has thrown at you, when you're ready to give up because of how hard it is, can you still think of your reason why? And it gets you up immediately and puts you into action to build your way or work your way or develop your way out of your situation. That is the type of inspiration or quote unquote motivation 
motivation is a real thing, but it's, it's internal. It's not external. If you're always looking for external motivation, you're probably not going to make it super far. It's that internal motivation, that internal motor that gets us to the destination of success in anything that we do. And that internal motivation is attached to a sense of purpose and a reason why. So if you're at that low point and ready to give up, ready to quit, and if you say, but I just really want to help people, and that gets you up, sprung up and going, then that's your reason. But if it's something more like, I cannot fail in the face of my children, uh, and I put so much into this, I will win for them. I will create a victory for them. I'll create a lifestyle for them that they only dreamed of, and I'm the person that's going to do that. That might be something that's more purposeful, passionate. And like I said, um, sometimes even something that is even desperate can move you into, into massive action. So um, one of the things that might be stopping your action right now is do you know what that reason why is? If not, keep searching, keep hunting, keep writing, keep thinking, keep feeling, keep, keep checking in with your heart and find that thing that inspires you more than anything. Um, now, one of the things that I can share with you when, when, with terms of your why this is an old saying in, what, in you know, our style of, of business here. It's when the, the why is clear, the how doesn't matter, right? The how just appears. You don't have a, a, a how issue. A lot of the content we're going through is how, 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 how. How is extremely important, how to do something. But it's only secondary to why. Because if we don't know why we're doing it, the how doesn't matter. Because we won't do it. We won't go. Now, we'll tell people, we, oh, I don't know how. You'll tell your leader, well, I don't know how. I don't know how to do a presentation. I don't know how to you know, share. I don't know how to handle the objection. I don't know how to sell the ketones. Or you'll, you'll, you'll create this layer of excuses that all are attached to how. But the reality is we don't have a how issue. We have a why. Because... Man, if the why is big enough, the how will sort itself out, okay? So uh, let's talk about some other um, reasons why people aren't in massive action or you might not be in massive action. Uh, I'd say a primary reason is fear. Absolutely, positively, without a doubt, fear. Because think about what we do. If you were to encapsulate what we do into you know, one word, what would that word be? For me, it would be share. Uh, share a story, share a video, share a website, um, share a technology, uh, share ketones, share a presentation. This is it's share, right? If we were to take everything we do and we capsulate into one word, what would it be? Probably share. So what keeps you from consistently, nonstop, day in and day out, from sharing, 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 sharing. Well, either one, you don't have a reason why big enough to go do it. Or number two, fear. You are afraid of the responses and answers that you're going to get or the rejection that you're going to get. So you do not engage and you do not share. In fact, we were all taught in the same school system that 59 out of 100 rights is the failure. Not wrong, 59 of 100 right is a failure. We were taught that once we get a job, that if we get one wrong, 
that's a dis- that's disappointing to the boss. If we get two wrong, they're gonna have a conversation. They get three, we get three wrong, they write us up. We get four wrong, they take our bonus. We get five wrong, psh, you're out, you're fired. So always trying not to get one wrong. But did you know in this business, you're just trying to get one right. In fact, if you have 59 of 100 right, you'd be a rank 10 in six months. 59 of 100 right is insanity. You're trying to get 10 out of 100 right, 15 out of 100 right, five out of 100 right. But you've been taught that you're doing something wrong because somebody said no, or somebody's not interested. So we've been hardwired that that is failure. And it's not. It's not failure. Um, look, at the, look at softball or baseball. If you get three out of 10 right, you're one of the best that ever lived. If you fail seven out of 10 times, you're one of the best that ever lived. Basketball, you get five out of 10 right, six out of 10 right, Hall of Famer, right? So you have to start to put this into perspective. You're engaging in a new type of thinking excuse me, a new type of business or a new type of lifestyle, which is entrepreneurship, which requires a new type of thinking. And that thinking is not different. It's opposite. It's opposite. Forget about the 59 of 100 right as a failure. Man, it's just like, who cares about the, the 41 you got wrong? Right? 59 of 100 right now, you're a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. Now it's stranger to me is that people literally start to um, make a list, mental list, an emotional list in their hearts of people that have rejected them and people that have told them no. How many of you guys are guilty of this? You're like, Susie told me no, and Sally told me no, and Jennifer told me no, and I'm holding it in my heart. And it's like, that makes no sense at all. Because we're in, in a, a transactionary business, which means we refer something and people will and will not like it. It should be your expectation that more people will say no than say yes. Let me say that again. It should be your expectation that more people will say no than say yes. Um, when you go to a store and you see something at a store, like, uh, you know, here's, here, there's a crystal vase thing here. More people said no to that crystal vase than said yes. More people said no to that mirror right there. Uh, they said no to it than said yes. More people said no to this bracelet than said yes. Okay. Do you believe that the company, I think this shirt is Reebok. More people said no to this shirt than said yes. Do you think Reebok has a list of people who said no? Do you think they care? Do you think... Here lies the list of everyone that walked in the store and walked out and rejected this poor black t-shirt. They don't care. They only have a list of people who said yes. So you have to learn how to disassociate from the response. You have to disassociate from the response. Your job is not to count yeses and nos. Your job is just to share and to share and to get over your fear of sharing. You have to get over your fear of sharing because there's no way for you to get the goals accomplished you want to get accomplished for your uh, family, for, for your spouse, for your children and your future grandchildren or grandchildren, you have them now if you're not willing to go at these nows. You know, one of the um, examples uh, I've always given is the example of um, 
you know, a, let's say a server or waitress or waiter pouring coffee. Okay. You're at a breakfast diner and like clockwork, that individual will go from table to table to table to table and they'll ask every person at the table, would you like some coffee? Would you like some coffee? And they just go and go and go and go and go. How strange would it be if they walked to the table and said, uh, hello, ma'am, um, would you like some coffee? And you're like, no, thank you. And they're like, oh, how, how am I going to move forward in this life with this level of rejection? Okay, pull it together, pull it together. Next person, would you like some coffee? Um, no, thank you. Oh my goodness, how, how can I, how can I move forward? How am I ever gonna make it to tomorrow? How this rejection to my heart, these personal attacks on what I'm doing in my career, how dare they? Like, could you imagine if you saw a server responding like that? You're like, this person is out of their mind. That's what you need to, 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 to do in your mind is what a server does with coffee. Would you like some ketones? Would you like some ketones? Would you like some ketones? No, thank you. Okay, no, thank you. Okay, no, thank you. Here you go. I'm sorry, thank you. Here you go. Would you like some ketones? Yes, here you go. No, thank you. No, thank you. Now, what does that server do after they've exhausted every table and every person? They start back over, right back at the first person. These people are relentless. They come right back to the first person 20 minutes later at the, at the end of the whole list and go, would you like some coffee? Like, no, nope, still good. Still good. I just told you no, but I'm still good. And they keep going and they keep going. This is our role. This is our job. Share ketones. Just share it. Have you ever heard of ke- uh, uh, What do you know about keto or ketosis? What do you know about keto or ketosis? What do you know about keto or ketosis? That's all I need you to do. Disassociate from the response. You shouldn't have an emotional response if somebody's like, yes, no, maybe. Who cares? Now, if we can get you past a couple of these things, a couple of these things, and you're to the point where you're like, all right, I'm ready to take massive action because I have a massive why. And I'm, I'm overcoming my fear of rejection. I'm just going to go for it because the, the, the people in my neighborhood, they don't pay my bills. My cousin who's giving me a hard time, she doesn't pay my bills. My, um, my friend of the friend who's, you know, talking, chirping to my other friends that what I'm doing is silly. She don't put my kids through college, right? So you finally had enough and you're ready to go and you've got your why and you're ready to take massive action. Good. Let's talk about compounding and compressing. Um, as human beings, well, we'll talk about, so I'm going to do it the other way, compressing and compounding. Let's talk about compressing timeframes, okay? As human beings, we have a, an issue really understanding compounding. We, 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 uh, uh, we think linearly. So I'm going to talk about how we can compress time frames and how that gets us a compounding result, not a linear result. Okay, there's two ways to look at this. You can look at this compressing time frames from the actual time you put in, the result you get, or we can just focus on the result in itself. But I will put an asterisk here and say, what I'm going to share next is not for everybody. This is for people who are ready to run, like ready to take big action, ready to get massive results. I am an advocate of a thousand day run. One of the biggest lies, and I, I believe, in entrepreneurship or our style of business is, oh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Lie. It is a marathon of sprints. It is a marathon of sprints. You can't just walk this thing and you're going to get to the end and you'll be, you know, victorious. It's not a marathon. It's a marathon of sprints. And I believe 
it's a thousand day sprint because that's about three years. And all of us can do something for three years. Think about three years ago. Hey, did you guys notice that half a year was just stolen from you from a quarantine and, and, and a COVID, right? That's half a year gone. That's how quickly time goes. Three years is going to go so quickly. And you have a chance to look back and go, wow, look how far I am now today in these three years than I was before. Or you're going to say, man, I'm in the same place as I was three years ago. So let's talk about a thousand, a thousand day sprint. Okay. Um, if you were to put into your part-time business, three hours a day, it's about 20 hours a week. And I'm going to, I'm going to round because the, the math is easier. If you do 20 hours a week, a week of work for 52 weeks, we'll call it 50. That is how many hours? Is that 1,000? Let's double check. I think it is, but we'll just make sure. 20 times 50 equals 1,000. So that's 1,000 hours worth of work, and that, that work then gets you 1,000 hours worth of results. Okay? Those results, though, are determined by your skill, um, by your capacity, by your influence, right? and the skill, capacity, and influence of the people that join your team. So that work is not, not all 1,000 hours are equal. So 1,000 hours is one year. So three years is 3,000 uh, uh, 3, hours. Okay, so what if, what if you were to build um, a, a mindset of I'm working two full-time jobs for 36 months to completely re regain my life back? What if that was your perspective? What if you worked 40 hours a week at your job and you built your business 40 hours a week? I know that sounds crazy to some people. They think that's impossible, but it's not. There's some, there's some people here that work 80 hours a week at their job, right? What would that look like if you did that? Well, what that would mean is that you would do in one and a half years what took a thousand, what took a thousand days to do, three years to do. You would do in one and a half years worth of work what took three years for everyone else to do. Or another way to look at this, another way to look at this is if somebody was putting in 10 hours a week, it would take them six years of work to generate what you do and three, uh, three years of work doing 20 hours a week. Maybe that's more applicable for a part-timer, right? So if you just upped from one hour a day to two hours a day, if you just upped your effort from one hour to two hours, you'd be doing in three years the amount of work that somebody doing one hour a day does in six years. That's crazy to me. Now, so you've compressed those timeframes. You've compressed those timeframes down from six years part-time to three years part-time, moving from one hour a day to two hours a day or one and a half hours a day uh, to, to three hours a day, right? 20 hours a week. One and a half hours a day to three hours a day is going to get you a thousand hours a year for three years, it's 3,000 hours worth of work. And it's gonna get you then 3,000 hours worth of results. So let's say that result then was um, year one, you were able to make $10,000. Year two, your brain should say, well, I'm putting in the same amount of time, so I'm only going to get another 10,000. 10,000, 10,000. That's what your brain's gonna say. But your brain is wrong, okay? Your brain is wrong because what you're missing is exponential. This business grows exponentially. Your team grows exponentially. Your customer base, your GQV 
your skill set, whoa, your skill set grows exponentially, which means you're getting a higher rate of return on less time. Or the same time means you're getting double or triple rate of return because you're better. Your skills are better. Your delivery is better. Your objection handling is better. Your leadership is better. So now in year one, you made $10,000, but in year two, you made $25,000, two grand a month for the same amount of time. Then in year three, still putting in 20 hours a week, you make 75,000. 10,000, 25,000, $75,000. So you now have made $110,000 over three years, but 75 of it was in the third year because you compressed the time frames from six years of 10 hours a week to three years, 20 hours a week, and that then compounded your results. So what if you turned up the efforts in that three years? What if you did put in 40 hours a week for three years? What would that mean then? So then maybe you went, wow, 25,000 year one, 75,000 year two, 150,000 year three. I'm now making $150,000 a year at the end of year three. Well, guess what? You're long quitting that other job now you're putting 40 hours a week into your full-time prove-it business for 150 grand a year. That's a great exchange. But you got to make the decision now to a thousand-day sprint. You're going to make the decision now to how many hours you're willing to compress down. I'm going to go from 10 hours a week over six years to 20 hours a week over three years. You know what? Heck, I'm going to do 40 hours a week over three years because I want the biggest exponential result on the back end of that. See, the thing about this is it's a sacrifice. You will be making a significant sacrifice to, compound, to compress the time frame and compound the results. However, if you're going to make the sacrifice, you must do the work. You must do the work. I see so many people who make sacrifices in their life to build a business, but they don't actually do the work. They cut things out that they love they cut things out that they enjoy, but you must replace all of those sacrifices with work. If you don't replace the sacrifice with work, it turns into a lose-lose. You, you lose the things you love that you, you were given up, and you didn't get any result in return. If you're going to sacrifice, you got to work. And if you'll do the work, and you'll do it for a 1,000-day sprint, and you'll compress time frames down, you'll get a compounded result because you're getting compounded uh, um, uh, growth and your skill and your development and your abilities and in your business, and you're going to get a compounded result in your income. Would it be worth this? Would it be worth it to go 10,000, 25,000, 75,000? Would it be worth it to go 25,000, 75,000, 150? If not, then your expectation should be, if you're spare time in this, you know, 2,500 bucks. 7,500 bucks, $12,500 on year three, right? I want your expectations to match, you know, your work, or they have to. Your work has got to meet your expectation, right? It's like you can't have this huge goal and not match it with the right work because now you got the wrong expectation. If you're going to have a huge goal, you got to match it with the right work. And my closing thoughts are this. 
You have found your way to the greatest community-based marketing company ever created. It is absolutely exploding to be one of the fastest billion-dollar-a-year companies ever created, not just in our industry, but in any industry. And it's because of the undying commitments to education and development of people, starting with the best scientific biohack of our generation, starting with exogenous ketones that are having such a massive impact in people's life, cognitive functioning, energy levels, and health, and then taking a community of, of people just like you and I who are committed to other human beings and seeing their results and seeing them win and seeing them develop and seeing them healthy. When you combine those two things together, nothing can stop us. Literally nothing can stop us. So when you're on a, a journey as big as the one that we are on and blazing a trail in the way that we are, you know, what you can take from it for, for your peace from, from a business perspective can be as small or as significant as you'd like. If you are, are looking to make a couple hundred bucks a month uh, and get some free ketones, we got you. If you want to be able to make a couple thousand a month, we got you. And if you want to make multiple six figures from home and change your family tree forever, it's available. It'll be the toughest thing that you've ever done. But shouldn't it be? I mean, shouldn't it be the hardest thing that you've ever done if we're talking about making a six-figure income from home? It should be, right? But it'll be the most rewarding, the most fun, and the largest ripple effects that you, know, you may ever have the opportunity to leave in this lifetime. So good luck to all of you guys. Uh, thank you for being Rockstar Provers. And let's keep um, spreading the word about this phenomenal platform, community, and of course, this technology nonstop around the clock. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Prove It's Playbook Podcast. If you enjoy better and want to learn more about championing the ketone conversation, join us next week for more tips, hacks, and game plans. We're putting you in, coach.